Today's episode is brought to you by the Southern Living Plant Collection. To view our plant collection, find a retailer near you, or buy online, visit southernlivingplants.com. From around the world, across the nation, and up your street, it is I, Steve Bender, the Grumpy Gardener. Welcome to the new podcast from Southern Living, Ask Grumpy. One of my foremost goals as a grumpy gardener is to have all of my fans be able to grow gardens that are just as beautiful as mine. I'm here with my co-host, Nella McGuff. Hi, Nella. Hey, Grump. Hello. What you been up to? Oh, I'm here just to uh, educate the world, as I always do with so many of these questions that, I mean, are just life or death situations. Yeah. So, we, here we, we go. We got your, another one? We need your words of wisdom on oh, this yes. one. Oh, yes. When should I fertilize my lawn, and what fertilizer should I use? Okay. You need to fertilize grass every year to keep it healthy and vigorous. Now, how often you do that and when you do that depends on the type of turf grass that you have. If you have a cool season turf grass like Kentucky bluegrass or tall fescue, these are called cool season grasses because they actively grow in cool weather, like in the fall and in the spring, and they even stay green in the wintertime. You want to fertilize those when they're actively growing, which means you fertilize them in the spring and most importantly in the fall, and that will keep them vigorous. Now, for warm season grasses, that means that they're dormant in the winter, and you can tell this because they turn brown and they look dead even though they're not, you want to fertilize those, again, when they're actively growing. And that means when they're green. So you need to fertilize those first in the spring, but wait a couple weeks until after they green up. Then give them that first dose of fertilizer at the rate that it says to on the bag. Then you also want to fertilize them a second time in midsummer. July is a good time for that. And that gives them enough food and nutrients to go on to carry them all the way through into the fall. Don't fertilize them in the fall and don't fertilize them in the winter. Okay. That's good to know. I will pass that along to my husband who needs to know when to fertilize the lawn. Oh, yeah. So he can hire somebody to do it. (laughs) No, he does it himself. Thank you very much. I'm very proud. Create the perfect outdoor living space for your lifestyle with Southern Living Plants. Southern Living Plants bloom bigger for longer and offer foliage as stunning and healthy as the flowers. They grow more compactly so they fit your outdoor spaces and you can prune less and enjoy more. Dig the good life with Southern Living Plants. View my favorites at plantsbymail.com forward slash Grumpy's Garden and enter Grumpy for an exclusive Grumpy Gardener listener discount. Happy Saturday, Steve. Thank you very much. I am so ready for the weekend. Oh, I'm stoked. And I am ready for our weekend tip. What is it going to be today? Well, I'm going to talk about one of the most popular perennials just about everywhere that people love, especially if they have areas with a lot of shade. That is the hosta. 
There's a million different kinds of hostas. They come in lots of different colors, blue and gold and variegated and that. There's a lot of different sizes, a lot of different shapes of leaves. And also, they grow well in the shade and not a whole lot of plants do. So that's why people love them. There's new hostas that are being introduced every single year. You can go find catalogs that will have 50 different kinds that are featured there. And there's some in there for just about everybody. There's ones that stay really teeny dwarf. There's ones that get three feet wide and you get huge. But one thing about hostas is uh, they tend to be expensive plants. And so when somebody says, okay, this is a great plant, how much is it? And they say $16 for one plant. You might be taken a little bit aback by that. I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money. But here's a way that you can get more hostas for the same amount of money. You can divide them. You're dividing to multiply. There's two different times of the year when you can dig up a clump of hostas and divide them. One is in spring and one is in the fall. I just want to talk the spring now. If you have clumps of hostas, you know that they die back to the ground and you're kind of wondering where they are, you know, in the wintertime. But once the soil warms up, if you'll pay attention, you'll see those plants start to wake up. And you'll see a kind of a circular clump of pointed shoots that all start to come up at once. And that's telling you that the hosta has broken dormancy. And from each one of those pointed shoots, they're going to have a series of leaves that are going to unfurl shortly. So before the leaves unfurl, you take a garden fork. I love to use garden forks instead of uh, shovels for this because you don't cut off many of the roots. You put that under the clump, you gently lift it from the ground, put it down on the surface, and then you need to get a sharp knife. And what you do is you just put the knife between several of the shoots. Like, let's say you want to cut it in half. Go halfway through the clump, put the blade so it's not touching any of the shoots, but just start cutting and cut it all the way down all through the root mass. Now, you've got two hostas. Let's say you want four. So you take each one of those halves, and again, you cut it straight down the middle, making sure you're not cutting the shoots. You're not really going to cut off too much roots that way. And so now you've gone all the way through. So you originally, you had one. Now you have four. And you might even want to go and cut those, and then you can cut those in half, and then you have eight different plants. And then what you do is you space them out and transplant them. Just remember that if you want it to live, each one of those divisions has to have a pointy top, which is where the leaves come from, and it has to have roots on the bottom. And plant it at the same depth so that all the roots are buried. And then when the leaves come up, they'll hardly even know that they were transplanted. And so what started off as a $16 plant is now a $1 plant. And who doesn't like to save that kind of money? Wow. I have got some hostas, and they're about to be transplanted. Yeah, about to be cutting them in half. Yeah. Now you know what to do, so you can multiply your hostas, and it's for free. Awesome! That is such a great tip, Steve. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here. All right, y'all. Have a lovely, not grumpy Saturday. Bye from here. Thanks for tuning in to Ask Grumpy. This podcast airs every Wednesday and Saturday. 
If you have a question, you know where to find me. No question goes unanswered on the Grumpy Gardener Facebook page. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'd love your feedback. Be sure to use words like brilliant, wonderful, and life-changing as often as possible. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, that would make Grumpy very happy. You can also find us online at southernliving.com forward slash ask Grumpy.